0: Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today podcast is brought to you in part by Columbia Academy, Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, Zion Christian Academy, Custom Stone Handlers, Covenant Technology, Coach's Corner, Fast Stop Convenience Stores, Lee Company, and Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint. Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County schools for more than 40 years. Specializing in orthopedic injuries, their Ortho Quick Walk In service lets you bypass the ER. Visit them online at mtbj.net.
1: see sports today with t-s-w-a hall of famer maurice Patton. here's chris Yao. welcome back in after our super long break this is that's our uh that's our go to the bathroom break and everything we have to we have to make sure that you know we're ready for this last hour that five minutes is always good for us we appreciate you guys Being here on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports today. Presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Coming to you from the Lee Company Studio in the Front Porch Sports Headquarters of WKOM 1017 FM. Happy to have you with us and hope you will stick around for the next hours. We have a great second hour. Told you about it earlier. We've got, obviously, Mr. Chip Walters in this segment. We'll talk Braves. We'll talk College World Series. We'll talk a little bit about the NHL and the weirdness that is the Stanley cup playoffs right now. Uh, so that'll be fun. All of that coming up this hour. So stick around with us, but first visiting as he does each and every Monday on the parks, Motor sales hotline. We have the voice of the blue Raiders, Mr. Chip Walters, chip, welcome in.
2: Happy Monday to both of you.
0: Happy Monday to you as well, sir. And, um, Thank you so much for for taking some time with us today, um, because I know this must be prime home showing
2: season. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, I was. Uh, it, it is if if you can find inventory to show. Right. That's uh, that that is the uh, the one thing that's there. But I was actually uh, I was actually in Columbia yesterday. I've, got something uh, coming up that I'll, that you'll be hearing, uh, hopefully you'll be hearing about it uh, in my stuff I do with you guys uh, before too awful long. So there's, there's a little tease. Okay.
0: So what you're saying so, is it's a seller's market then?
2: Right now, absolutely. Uh, it has been. Uh, we're starting to see it kind of creep its way back toward uh, a, a neutral market, which is, that's the most fun when you, uh, for everybody, because you, you, uh, you know, right now, uh, you know, I, I have, you know, you have to get very creative with offers and everything has, a, has multiple offers on it. And, you know, uh, one of my co-agents here in, in the office last week had one, uh, just a typical three bedroom, two bath ranch style house up in Smyrna, that uh, in a, about four days had 80 showings and they got 48 offers on it. Jeez. Wow. Let me, how about that? Wow.
1: <laughs> if it's creeping, it's creeping back to the middle, I guess.
2: Yeah. That's right. Exactly. Gosh. Exactly.
1: Well,
0: again, we are on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline with the multi-talented Chip Walters, the voice of the Blue Raiders. And Chip, Um, Chris and I were speaking in the first hour of the show. We both have on our Royal blue polos. If you're watching on Facebook live or on Twitter, you can see that the only difference is one of our polos has an MT logo on it and one does not. (laughs) And, um, I figure if you're an MTSU person, you don't get many opportunities to talk about national champions. And I thought you we got should, one.
2: You got one this week. Yep. We,
0: sh- we should probably do that. And I'm going to defer to you from here because I don't want to mess up this guy's name.
2: Well, uh, like the guy on ESPN messed up his hometown, which I'm not even going to attempt. But Keegan chamati uh, is, uh, won the 3000 meter, uh, steeplechase. Uh, and he is, uh, He's a young man who's been here for for quite a while. Uh, he's from Kenya, an aerospace major, uh, and he uh, he and he was flying this weekend. So, <laughs> and uh, but he, uh, uh, you know, he, he did well in his. Uh, thank you. I'm here to I'm here to, for the whole weekend. Make sure you take care of your servers and bartenders. As I said, the multi talented. Um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, he becomes the second blue Raider ever to win an individual national championship in track and field. Do you ha- you know the other guy? I'm not sure you realize that he won it, but uh, uh, in in 2003, Marty Scales I need was. To, the I, need fat-
0: to, I need to stop you just a second and throw in a CCCHS right there because he is a Centennial High School graduate.
2: There you go. Exactly right. Exactly right. And uh, he uh, and he was the fastest man in America by winning the 100 meter dash in uh, in 2003. But uh, uh time in the in the steeple chase was eight minutes twenty eight point two seconds, and he it was uh, he set a new school record. For the uh, the steeplechase by winning the national championship um, he, he also becomes automatically a first team all-american which he has been an all-american in the steeplechase now for two years in a row and uh, you know and for Dean Hayes and and uh, and coach Roman coach Roman has really kind of started handling all of a lot of the distance running and and he is Really done a great job with that, you know. Back in our day, Mo, if if, if you had a track meet, uh, middle was going to be in about fiftieth place after the distance running, and then after the sprints and the jumps, <laughs> you know they're they're going to win it. But it's not the case now that middle is getting points uh, in, in distance running, and uh, and uh, Roman's done a, a really good job of, of developing that part of the of the team, but. Uh, Really exciting for Keegan, really good guy. And, uh, and you know, he, he uh, the, the finish was pretty dramatic with, uh, you know, he had a guy from Minnesota that was right on his tail, then a, another guy who made a nice kick, but on that last hurdle caught a toe on it and went down. And, and, and Keegan was able in that last, I don't know, 30 meters maybe, was able to get some distance. And uh, he led the last two and a half, three laps, and uh, put himself out there and, and got the win. It was awesome.
0: That's pretty impressive. Again, as we speak on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline with Chip Walters, the voice of the Blue Raiders, Keegan Chamati, the 3,000-meter steeplechase nas- reigning national champion, um, having won that up in Eugene, Oregon, over the weekend. Um, you mentioned Marty Scales winning the 100 meters back in 2003. And between these two, Marco Bourne and Andreas... So Celestrum Chilstrom Silstrom. Silstrom yep. won the two thousand seven NCAA tennis doubles championship. So um first national champion for MTSU in what fourteen years basically in yeah, any sport. And,
2: uh, and Marco and Andreas were both are both six foot ten. They may be the tallest doubles combination. I mean can you imagine trying to get something by them <laughs> with the wingspans those two guys have? By more, and, over uh, Mar- them. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. Marco is now the athletic director at Lamar. I saw that and, when I
0: was looking this up, and, yeah. and and Marty is the track and field coach over at Cumberland. So
2: yes, that's cor- that's correct. So yeah,
0: lot of lot of leadership so, in those roles. Um, you know, is. When's the last time Marco's been on campus? I mean, I I'm, not that I'm trying to get rid of Christmas sorrow, but I mean, it's nice to know that there's somebody kind of in the pipeline, so to speak.
2: Uh, Marco was on campus. Uh, I know he was on campus a couple of years ago when he and Andreas went into the Hall of Fame uh, together. Uh, they went in as a pair. That would make uh, sense. You know, because yep, they they were they they are a single. Uh, they are a single entry into the Blue Raider Hall of Fame, but he and Andreas were both there, and uh, and he may have been on campus since then. I can't say that for sure, but uh, you know his wife is is from Memphis and they met in school at, at middle, and uh, they're doing well. Marco, he was at um, he was an assistant AD for a good while at Louisiana Tech with Tommy McClellan, who is now at Vanderbilt. Uh, He's now at Vanderbilt, but, uh, but yeah, Marco, he's, he, uh, he's been busy the last uh, couple of months because they, uh, uh, Lamar just left the Southland conference and they were announced as one of several new members of the reconstituted WAC Western athletic conference. So it's out in beautiful Beaumont, Texas, Mm -hmm. but he's done a good job out there and, uh, and uh, he's uh, he's uh, you know congratulations to him on that but but uh, yeah Keegan was the man of the hour over the weekend and that came on and I, I and you know it's it's interesting the NCAA puts out you know when you look at a track rundown they put that exact time okay this is going to happen at seven twenty four well by gosh it does typically <laughs> and, you know turn, turned it over there and the race was already underway when I turned it over and. And uh, it was able to, to to see it when it happened. It was that was that was that was it was very exciting uh, to see a, a guy that you've watched run for his college career and and to see him cap it off that way. That was awesome. I'm fascinated by the steeple
0: chase because obviously that's not an event that you have at the high school level, and there there's a lot going on there in addition to three thousand
2: meters and you and you end up with wet shoes and uh and because you have hopefully that's you all have, you
0: wind up with because you you yeah. you reference the guy that caught a toe on one of the hurdles i mean track
2: track burn is no joke that's correct and uh but yeah there's there's a there's a there's at least one or two water hazards uh you know on, on that they uh, they have on the track for and you, you go over a barrier and you land in the water and go through it. Uh, so, I mean, when you, it, it is very much like the Iroquois steeplechase, although I'm not sure there's a water hazard on that course at, at Percy Warner Park, but, but, you know, there's plenty of, you know, brush and all of that that you're going through. Uh, you know, here's the thought that came to my mind Wouldn't it be awesome? If Keegan Chamati was 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 able to go and be the person at the Iroquois steeplechase to give the command for riders up. That
0: would be cool. That would be cool.
2: Yeah, national think, steeplechase champion?
0: We need to get that out there. I think you should make that happen. Uh, maybe uh, maybe we should.
1: No, we're the not TLC throwing, match. We're not throwing anybody <laughs> through tables at the Iroquois Steeplechase, guys. Uh, speak That's, for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you,
2: you, you would be a, you'd be escorted out. You've not been up
0: on
1: the hill, have you? I, I will I will tell you. I think it would it would make that event uh, way cooler if we could throw some people through chairs and then have uh, <laughs> Mister Chumati give the the command. Uh, that would all be fun. We that that would really make the event a uh, a, a must see <laughs> event. Uh,
2: Hey one thing we did want to talk about today as well and, and Keegan obviously is was the headline by you know when you win a national championship but last Monday was the or last Tuesday night uh, was the Raiders Choice Awards yeah. and the uh, I'll run through the winners real quick uh, the, the top awards of the night are are the True blue Presidents award and that kind of encapsulates your athletic prowess your great your 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 academic prowess, community service, that kind of thing. Summer Burgess who started every softball game she ever played at middle, right uh, uh, 249 I think is the number and uh, Francisco Roca from men's tennis uh, were the winners of that Roca, or Burgess rather she has a 4.0 cumulative GPA in her career. In public health and she's in the public health master's program uh and hit 300 for her career started you know 49 or 249 games roca he's like a 3.94 um and what is his he has another tough major as well but uh they both were excellent in the classroom uh and uh and, and obviously very good on their teams. Male Athlete of the Year, Aaron Brown, a Blue Rider baseball pitcher. You know, he was, like, number three in the nation in strikeouts. Esther Issa from track, which she finished, ended up finishing 17th uh, in the high jump uh, on Saturday uh, out in Oregon. Uh, we have uh, track members that were also new male and female newcomers of the year.
1: Let me hear these uh, names. Taylor, Let's go.
2: No, I, no, I'm not even trying. <laughs> uh, uh, On either one of those. Uh, they're, 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 they have some tough ones. Uh, and male breakout performer Taylor Edlin and uh, female. Uh, it was Taylor Edlin in golf. Greg Great was the male breakout performer in football. Uh, you have the team GPA award winners. And they went over three semesters. uh spring and fall of 2020 and spring of 2021 men's tennis was all three of those Um, and women's golf uh, had two women's volleyball had one the gamer event of the year was the women's basketball conference championship game that sent them to the NCAA tournament performance of the year uh, it, it might. Uh, Ashley Schimberg, who scored four goals against Marshall, won that. But uh, you know that ha- that was given out uh, four days before Keegan Chumati wins a national championship. <laughs> Play of the year was uh, was a, a birdie putt to win a to win a team title at the Grove our
1: boy, uh, Golf Tournament. Our boy got robbed.
2: Yep, yeah, and then uh, making a difference award, which is one that. They, you know, some, it's not given necessarily every year. Uh, it's been, uh, it's been, it's, that's really, a, it's really a unique thing. But this year, it, uh, it's, it's a, it's pretty much a no brainer. Uh, the medical staff, uh, starting with the uh, Drew Shea in the athletic training room with all of their people, uh, campus uh, student health services, uh, Dr. Clark there. And then Dr. Paul Patel, who uh, kind of uh, he is with Murfreesboro Medical Clinic, and he is uh, not not only the, the the official team doctor, but he has also uh, educated himself to become a, 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 an expert in uh, in concussions. So he is one of the. Uh, renowned people in in concussion protocol things like that but all of those those folks who who dealt with our student athletes over the past year they were honored with the make a difference award and they certainly did by by uh by uh, you know the prevention and treatment and protocols they put in place to where we basically had a, a full year of of activity
1: congratulations to all the winners that's solid
2: yeah it is. And the show, in case you want to see it, is still on. You go to the Blue Raider Athletics channel on YouTube. That's probably the easiest yeah. way to find it.
1: All right. We'll do that. Chip Walters on the Parks Murder Cells Hotline joining us as he does each and every Monday. Thanks so much for your time today. We appreciate you.
2: Thank you, boys. Y'all have a good day and try to stay cool over there in Sea in town in yep columbia,
1: columbia exactly <laughs> he, he stole my tagline <laughs> that's what go. i say when i end every show is stay cool columbia so we won't end the show right now even though i said it we will end yeah. this segment though and i appreciate your time as always chip see you fellas chip walters on the parks motor sales hotline we're going to take a quick break when we come back it is time to talk baseball braves and more on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day, presented by Mid-Tennessee Barn & Joint. Stick around. When we're out covering sports in and around Murray County, communication between Maurice and I is absolutely vital to our success. When your business needs top-notch communication and local service, Covenant Technology is there, and they are dedicated to helping your business succeed by ensuring open lines of communication to your clients and customers. Contact them today at 615-846-9898 or visit covenanttechnology.com keep your
2: home as comfortable as possible if you have any issues with your air conditioner electrical or plumbing systems call lee company our techs use visual findings and other technology tools to add transparency and clarity you see what we see whether we're in a crawl space or on the roof we're here 24 7 so if you need us call us. Lee Company. Call 931-548-4448 today or schedule your appointment at leecompany.com. That's leecompany.com.
1: About, it's Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today once again with Mo. Here's Chris. Welcome back into Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint. Chris Yao, Mo Patton, Lawson Smith, here in the Bermuda Triangle of sports information. <laughs> Happy to have you guys with us on the show. We come to you live from the Lee Company studio in the Front Porch Sports headquarters of Columbia, Tennessee, right here off the still-constructed, constructing West 7th. Uh, I, I I haven't seen anybody working on this thing in months at this point. It's been a couple of months now since, since we've seen anybody in this area working. I've not seen anybody down toward the red light at the – Whatever is it? Four points, I guess. <laughs> there's not five, but there's four. They did mow the weeds, though. So. <laughs> they did something with them. So, uh, at least, yeah, at least they got the weeds down to whatever. You can see the street again, which I'm not sure which was better. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh man, got uh, got a little good news on the the front side of this as the Braves are on a one game win column. It's not a streak it takes three to be a streak as per major league. <laughs> um, but the Braves after reaching 500 are one and three in their next four, as they've done more than once this year, they sit at 30 and 33, but they did get the win. Um, over Miami yesterday with their split-squad lineup?
0: <laughs> the bomb squad, as they call them. Might as well. Yep.
1: I don't know why we're not just playing these guys every day. Clearly, they score runs.
0: Could it be worse?
1: Could it no. be worse? Yeah. Play them.
0: I mean, any lineup that you roll out there with Abraham Almonte batting fourth. And yet. And yet.
1: He's been pretty good all since he moved up. He's been pretty good. I'm just saying he had the one homer, the chop house, he had the double. Uh, he's obviously he's not going to stay there, but he's been very serviceable in his role, so I'm not mad about it.
0: Well, I'm not mad about it. I just when you're getting that out of that guy who started the year at Gwinnett, and you've got other guys who are established major leaguers doing whatever it is they're doing and I don't know um looks like I did not watch the game so I don't really I have a whole lot of either. insight but um I did see the starting lineup it looked like Dansby got a day off um I think Riley
1: um, went 3 for 3 with uh 3 RBIs and he's that was the first time a Braves third baseman had done it since Chipper in like 07 so there's that <laughs>
0: This guy, and let me preface this by saying I don't watch a whole lot of Major League Baseball beside the Braves, which is to say I don't watch a whole lot of Major League Baseball right now.
1: Well, I mean it's uh,
0: tough for me to watch those guys.
1: How but, are you going to watch Major League Baseball if you're, you know, if you are watching the Braves because they all play at the same time, just about, and I'm not staying up to watch the West Coast games. So,
0: I mean, I'll watch the occasional Padres game when when yeah. Ryan Weathers is going, but short of that. I'm not watching a whole lot. But I think, I hope Austin Riley is getting some consideration for the National League All-Star team.
1: Well, according to his teammate, Ronald Acuna Jr., absolutely he should be considered. Um, He'd know. Yeah, I mean – I don't again, like you said, I don't know what other third basemen are doing in the national league, but what Riley has done after April has been nothing short of fantastic
0: he's He's really produced consistently offensively you know he's he's had some lapses defensively, but for the most part he's been solid,
1: yeah, I mean it's the hot corner you're you're not you know it is what it is. He does a really good job defensively, most of the time. He mm-hmm. did have that one miss.
0: Well, he had those two, like two bad plays in an inning against Philadelphia. Maybe I, I don't so. know. Starts run together after a while. But again, for the most part, offensively, he's really been
1: possibly their best player. The, you know, since since he started yeah. hitting well. I mean, after Ronnie cooled off, Austin kind of heated up. And, again, as I've said, if the Braves ever put the top and the bottom together, it's it's going to be dangerous. But I don't know that they ever will.
0: I still think they need one stick. And I would imagine, as you look at how the team is constructed and what they want to do, it would have to be in left field at this point because – you know, I think it's fairly obvious that Marcelo Zuna won't be back on this team this year.
1: I'll be honest with you. I mean, I, uh, platooning Heredia and Adrianza, I know Adrianza's not a, he's not really an outfielder, but he's been really good with the bat. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, there's a, you could, you could conceivably, now just throw you could conceivably put Riley back there. He's played it before. He's not played it great, but who has for the Braves this year? Defensively, apparently we don't care. So put Panda at third and play Riley and left, and then your lineup gets considerably better. <laughs> I, think, I just don't know I, that Panda can play every day.
0: And I don't think he can either, and I, and I think there's a reason that He's not getting four at bats a game. I think maybe, maybe, you know he he has done a great job coming off the bench. Yeah, and maybe that's just what you want him to do. Uh, I'm just saying, as
1: far as the lineup goes, yeah. that that's an option. Otherwise, it's it's got to be. I, I mean, think though a trade would be would a lot to Energize
0: better. this team. This team is stale.
1: Yes, Uh, as you mentioned, you know, it it appears that, quote, mix it up isn't really a thing since the departure of Marcelo Zuna.
0: Yeah, and maybe that's a good thing.
1: Uh, Maybe. Um, But also, I mean, on top of that, they're just – the energy is is kind of – it the most energy we have is after a home run with panda hugs. That's about it. Like that's that's the most energy this team has at any point. We need some guys who are, you know, legging out doubles just because they they need to leg out doubles or or it would, you know, just like which I thought it was the right call to send Max Freed. I mean, Freed's one of the fastest guys we've got from third base. Uh, and, and was a millisecond away from being safe. I mean, had the throw not been perfect, Freed certainly is safe there and, and the Braves score run. But like that's the kind of stuff that this team is missing is the the you know, the really exciting place. The juice place. Yeah, the juice place. And they're just not there. And you're right, I think a I think a a trade for a guy in left field would be ideal. Uh ideally figuring out what to do with this rotation because uh, we've seen we've seen about six or seven different weekly rotations to this point when you add in Tucker Davidson and you take out Wascari Noah and I mean you've got you've got freed and Morton who are one two and freed has been fantastic by the way since coming back from the injury. And then after that, It's just a crapshoot of Ian Anderson and Tucker Davidson and Drew Smiley. and.
0: I think Anderson, I think the biggest problem with Anderson is he's young.
1: Yeah, and he's going to take some lumps early.
0: Yeah, but. I don't know, man. Again.
1: I don't know what to do. Yeah. I don't know how to fix it.
0: Yeah. um, The arms are coming, though. I mean, again, Anderson's young, Davidson's. Throw him well every time he gets the ball. Um,
1: Sirocco should be back hopefully next year. Next year, it gets a little. It, you start thinking, "Holy crap!"
0: Well, but you also start thinking, "Holy crap!" Because then Fre- what do you? Freddie, do?
1: Freddie Freeman's gone. I, I I can't. I won't say that for sure because obviously I don't think that they're. Dealing with it right now. I don't
0: well, and and I think that's a problem. I think the fact that they're not dealing with it and they haven't dealt with it, and he's having the year he's having, and they're having the year they're having, and I, I just don't think that it's. I don't think it bodes well for when they do finally talk.
1: Yeah, maybe not. I we'll see. Yeah, I. So couldn't tell you. I don't have a clue. And if he is, who knows? Mm-hmm. Because he's the glue guy. On top of being, you know, the uh, – well, I'm not sure if he's leading the team in home runs or not. No. But it's close because he's hitting
0: – I think he's got
1: 15. And Ronnie's got 17. 18. 18. So, I mean – but he's the guy who kind of—he's the leader. He's the guy you—you you know everybody looks to because he's the—he's the vet now. He's the vet. Yeah, yeah he is. And clearly, and Nick I don't Martin, know. I can, don't we know can we get Nick Markakis back? Nicky doubles. Can we get Nick Marcakis back? That's all I'm asking. I'm just asking a question: Is can he play left field? No. Because clearly, Nick Markakis was the glue guy. I think that ship has sailed. <laughs> I'm just saying, I think he if you look back at this team, Nick Markakis out of Young Harris, the professional hitter, Nick Markakis out of Young Harris. I mean, that is the PHNM. Oh, wait, baby. I mean, he it really feels like when you watch the this team versus the last two seasons that he was kind of the guy who everybody looked up to in the locker room.
0: Maybe so. And. But some, certainly something is missing.
1: They're missing something. I don't know what it is, but
0: um, anyway, before we close, they're up. off today. So yeah. Yeah. They, they open a, <laughs> thank quick, God, a quick two game series tomorrow against visiting Boston. And, um, So they snapped a four-game losing streak with that 6-4 win yesterday after losing 4-3 on Friday and 4-2 on Saturday. And we'll talk more about the Boston series tomorrow. This day in Braves history, on June 14, 1952, after purchasing him from the Indianapolis Clowns for (laughs) $10,000, the Braves assigned 18-year-old Hank Aaron to the Eau Claire, Wisconsin Bears.
1: Oh, Bears. Yep.
0: The, um, the Class C farm team of the Milwaukee Braves. The future home run king was named the Northern League's rookie of the year, hitting three thirty six with nine homers in 87 games while playing second base. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Can't imagine. Yeah. That's uh, wild.
0: Athletes go athlete, right? I guess. Yeah. Um, bonus. As as I noticed, scrolling through Twitter as I want to do, Don Staley wished Pat Summit a happy birthday today. Um, Pat Summit was born on June fourteenth, nineteen fifty two. So, and obviously, I don't think we need to list Pat Summit's accolades. Anybody that's listening knows.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's a, yeah so. Exactly. Big day uh, today. Finally, before we get out of here in this break, the sounds are traveling to Gwinnett today as they'll take on the Stripers starting tomorrow with a six game series. They uh, split with Indy over the last week, uh, three and three. 14 uh, one win on Friday, lost eight to one on Saturday, and then won yesterday, seven to four. Lost seven four. I'm sorry, seven. Lost seven to four, you're right. And um, they are three and six since that fifteen game win streak, but that's okay. That's okay. Uh, the big the, club is on a roll. So. Well, they went,
0: they swept Gwinnett here as part of that fifteen game win streak. So right, right? so, so who maybe, knows when they get down there? Maybe, maybe this is what they need to to get well again. <laughs> Just yeah, exactly. Wouldn't that be something?
1: Yes, it would. Yes, it would. All right. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about the College World Series because uh, we got some really fun stuff to talk about there and a little bit about the National Hockey League Stanley Cup playoffs as they are in the Final Four. So stick around on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. We will be right back. Hey, folks. While we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ned Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader-building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com.
0: If you've listened to this show at all, you know Chris and I are always up for a good meal. Located off Port Royal Road, Coach's Corner is the only locally owned and operated sports bar in Spring Hill bringing you the best sports bar atmosphere and food possible. Make sure to check out their inventive menu, especially their delicious burgers. Check them out at CoachesCornerSportsGrill.com.
1: welcome back to southern middle tennessee sports today the sports talk show you've always wanted welcome back into the show southern middle tennessee sports day presented by mid tennessee bone and joint coming to you from the Lee company studio here in the front porch sports headquarters of columbia tennessee right off west 7th as chicken man terry wilcox Stuck his head in to let us know he would be in at uh, Nashville Super Speedway all week. I am curious. We're supposed to have Joe Williams on tomorrow, uh, so I'm sure we will be talking some NASCAR and Nashville's uh, Ally Four Hundred. That is, I feel quite certain we will. That is coming up this weekend, so that's going to be fun. Terry's excited.
0: Joe's excited. I'm, I'm excited. pretty excited
1: just because it's I mean it's it's NASCAR in Nashville. Yeah. I think that's that's it's fun. It's good. It's a positive thing for the for the city and for the uh, for middle Tennessee in general. So I'll I'll certainly be paying attention to it. Um All Star race was this weekend. Kyle Larson with his third race, third win in a row. <laughs> just that guy. He's, uh, but it's a, we're going to be talking about the NASCAR race throughout the week, uh, even if briefly, because, again, it's in Nashville, so it'd be kind of hard not to talk about it.
0: Yeah. Um, before we get into CWS talk, scrolling through Twitter over the break, came across this little tidbit. Bartolo Colon, big sexy. Mm. Saturday night, pitching for the Essereros de Monclova, Of the Mexican League. Colon throws a complete game five hitter, striking out seven, giving up just two runs, lowering his season ERA to 3.56 in five starts. 48 years old, still getting it done.
1: Who was catching for him, Jack Taylor?
0: (laughs) That it doesn't say.
1: You're going to pull uh, this stuff. You could have at least said you're from the Yankees. (laughs) um, (laughs) Yeah.
0: last appeared in the majors in 2018 when he, was, when he had a five point seven eighty ADRA with the Rangers. And a home run. <laughs> well, it, it says he even flashed his skill with the bat toward the end of his MLB career, smacking a home run for the ages against the Padres in 2016. His 247 wins, career wins, are the most of any MLB pitcher born in Latin America. Four-time All-Star um 2005 American League Cy Young winner. So. Dude
1: was great. I loved watching him. He's fun. He's so much
0: fun. Yeah. Uh,
1: Speaking and, of It was sad.
0: He was good everywhere except in Atlanta.
1: Well, just like everybody else. There we go. I yeah. don't it's like it's like the Braves and and took a trip to the crossroads kind of thing for that staff they had in the 90s. Mm. And basically, everyone said, "Sorry, you don't get any more good pitchers." For, and the, it, and the ones you get, we're gonna screw up.
0: That's why we can't have nice things. Huh?
1: Yeah, I guess it's as good of an ex- explanation as any. But speaking of great pitchers, I don't I don't know how great Brendan Beck was on Sunday <laughs> in on the on the bump, but I can tell you in the locker room he was ten out of ten all American <laughs> because. <laughs> this story that you sent me is phenomenal,
0: so Brendan Beck started game two in the super regional for Stanford against Texas Tech in Lubbock um Stanford wins the opener on Friday night fifteen three so this um there's a tweet. Stanford starting pitcher Brendan Beck insisted on wearing their black jerseys in 106-degree heat because – Do you know
1: why, Lawson? Do you know why he wanted to wear black jerseys in 106-degree Texas heat? Because it was their funeral. Boom. It was their funeral. Because
0: it was going to be Texas Tech's funeral. Final score, Stanford (laughs) nine, Texas Tech nothing. Zero. No. They did not give up a run.
1: Nil. (laughs) Hey, they called their shot. Hey – Called the shot. I mean, that's that. That's something, man. That's impressive.
0: So I screenshotted it and I sent it to Chris and I said, "Talk your poop,
1: <laughs> your stuff." Yep, yep.
0: Sure enough, he did.
1: And then the Tennessee Volunteers are six and zero all time in Super Regional games. Never lost in the Super Region. If they, there, they <laughs> if they get there, they're going. If they get there, they're going. Uh, so that was uh, that was pretty interesting. As Blade Tidwell got the start on the bump for Tennessee in Sunday's game, and
0: numbers weren't great, but but it don't I think matter. the result is all that matters. I was I was a little shocked because he's been their Sunday starter all year, which it was Sunday, but it wasn't the third <laughs> game of the series as it typically is in the SEC. So, um, you know, you're running a freshman out there in that situation. I think it speaks volumes for what they think of him and what he's done over a short period of time. I think he improved to ten and three with that victory. Seven innings, um gave up six runs, all earned on seven hits, but he struck out seven and he didn't walk anybody.
1: So <laughs> yeah, not walking people is a good thing. That, that good is idea. a good thing, especially the way the ball was flying out of the park. And and so here's so, LSU goes with their ace. Goes with Marceau. On, on short rest. Goes with Marceau on short rest.
0: LSU's the home team in this one.
1: They they hand uh, what I want to call him Marinara. Uh, Maneri. Maneri. The, the headset at the beginning of inning number three and at the top of the third inning after Rucker's already gone yard once in the first, they said – you know, tell us what you think about your ace. And he's like, "Well, he ain't got his best stuff today." You know, he's he's tired, and that's to be expected after all the the great work he did last week in the in the regional tournament. Mm-hmm. And uh, Rucker proceeds to prove that by going yard again. <laughs> like, yeah, he takes one opposite field, and I was like, "Oh, well, I guess that." Makes sense. I, I guess Maniri wasn't shocked. <laughs> he yeah. Probably wasn't.
0: Yeah, there for a while. It was like um Jake Rucker versus Dylan Cruz. I think each of them homered in their first two at bats, and then um LSU kind of cooled off and U T didn't in an eventual fifteen to six victory. I think they hit five home runs yesterday.
1: They did. Rucker, Russell. Pav- Pavloni, I don't know how to yeah, say it. Yeah, Pavlone. Pav- Pavlone and Beck and Gilbert. So, two, three, four, five, six, six. home runs. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I think Gilbert's was the last one.
1: It, it was. It yeah. was. His 10th of the year. Cruz hit two, which were his 17th and 18th of the season. I think Trey
0: Morgan hit one for LSU as well. The he did. Freshman first baseman.
1: He did. That was his first of the year. His, his only home run of the year. Wow. Hitting in the three spot. That's wild.
0: It is wild.
1: Huh. But uh yeah, a fifteen six win for for Tennessee.
0: Following up on um Vanderbilt's clincher on Saturday, what was that four to one, I think, on Saturday after um after Friday's victory. So I think Vanderbilt was the first team to qualify for Omaha.
1: I believe they were. So, I believe they were.
0: So at this point, you've got six teams in um Texas is in, Vanderbilt's in, Tennessee's in, Stanford is in. Arizona. Arizona is in, and NC State and, is in.
1: Yep. So there's six of your
0: six of your and eight. And
1: two of the four SEC teams were knocked out, including top seed, Arkansas. Go figure. Omaha hogs, they said. And no. No. But you know They told uh, me there would be Omaha. hogs. And I was I was
0: talking to my dad last night. Under the current format, I think Miami in nineteen ninety nine is the only national number one seed to actually win the mm. College World Series.
1: So, so don't be the one seed. Yeah, That's you
0: you don't want to be the one seed. Clearly, s two thousand seven Vanderbilt,
1: right? Um, so that uh, game game one and two. And three and four, or actually game one and two will be Saturday in the College World Series, and games three and four on Sunday. Do we know the matchups? We do not know matchups right this second. So uh, we will get that probably as soon as.
0: Probably once these last two are done these, again. Yeah, once these, these are done. Yeah, so. Dallas Baptist and Virginia first pitch in about an hour. On ESPNU from Columbia, South Carolina.
1: In bracket one, you'll have Vanderbilt, Arizona, NC State, Stanford. In bracket two, you'll have Texas and Tennessee. So,
0: And these final two teams. Um, Notre Dame plays at Mississippi State at 6 o'clock on ESPN2.
1: So. There you go. Uh, we told you to talk briefly about the NHL. We have about a minute and a half. So uh, the Vegas Golden Knights and Montreal Canadiens are playing. Montreal has not left the country of Canada since the season began because they were supposed to be, like, quarantined or bubbling or whatever. Now that they're in the semifinals, you said it appears that they are going to allow Vegas to travel into Canada.
0: And, and Montreal to travel out, I believe. Um, That's
2: actually true. I, I saw that Canada was making a, an exception for them because, obviously, hockey. Yeah, I mean,
1: (laughs) if Um, not for hockey, then nothing. It was reported
0: on CBSSports.com. NHL reaches agreement with Canadian government to allow teams to travel across U.S.-Canada border. The agreement clears the way for the next round of the playoffs when a Canadian team has to play a U.S. team. This was on um, June 6th, so this was last Sunday, I
2: guess.
1: There you have it. Also, and, coincidentally,
2: uh, three of the final four teams were the three of the final four teams last year:
1: New York Islanders, Island. Tampa Bay Lightning, and uh, Vegas, Vegas Golden Knights. Please. Vegas is going to win this thing, aren't they? Hopefully not. They don't deserve it. <laughs> Vegas <laughs> and and New York, baby. That's what we're hoping for, right? Yes, yes, no, and no. I would love for a I would love for, Canadians, Canadians yeah. I would love for the Canadians to be in it. I would love for the Canadians to be in just because it would be fun.
0: I wouldn't mind seeing the Islanders just because Barry Trotz.
1: Exactly. There's that. There's that. All right, that's going to do it for today's show. We appreciate you guys hanging out with us here on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. This is the Lee Company Studio and Front Porch Sports Headquarters in Columbia. Happy to have you with us, and if you missed any part of today's show, check out the podcast. sm-tnsports.com podcast tab is available. Watch uh, what you can on Facebook Live. I know we went on and off the air a little bit, but we are there as most of the show. So we appreciate all our guests. Thank you guys so much for hanging out with us. For Maurice Patton and the intern, Lawson Smith, I'm Chris Yow saying, have a great day and stay cool, Columbia.